welcome to Harvest Birth Stories, where we support mamas pre, post, and during birth. My name is Sophie Grace, and I will be your host for this podcast. We want to share empowering birth stories across the United States and beyond, and encourage mothers all around the world to feel proud and empowered by any story that they may have experienced. Let's get into the podcast. Thank you for listening. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. Um, I'm going to have you just kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself and about who you have at home and what you do and all that jazz. So I am Laura. I have three babies, Henry, Charlie, and Nora, and I am a stay-at-home mom slash artist. Mm -hmm. Um. And Henry is six, Charlie just turned four, and Nora is about one and a half. So crazy mm-hmm. household. <laughs> and they're all like very different personalities too. <laughs> yes, they are. Charlie's the spicy middle one. Um, Henry's mm-hmm. like my little thinker, wants to build with Legos, and Nora's just coming into her sassiness. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie just he kills me like all of your. <laughs> stories with him I'm just like he's just so freaking funny all the he's time powerful for sure and he's like huge too so it's so funny oh yeah he's a big boy yeah um <laughs> so let's kind of talk about uh we can go into your first pregnancy if you want and kind of tell us um how that happened and how your life unfolded of motherhood <laughs> sure So my husband and I, we got pregnant at 23, right out of college. Um, We had to do a quick lifestyle shift from like the post-college life to full-on like baby. Um, It was pretty easy pregnancy. I worked right up until I was in labor. Um, And then we luckily, well, unluckily, all my labors start at midnight. So I don't get to sleep. (laughs) So. Um, so started at midnight and he was born at 10 PM the next day. So it was kind of long. It stalled a little bit. Um, and I think it was just, I was like fighting against the contractions. Cause I, I don't, no one told me to like, you need to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it took a while. Um, I finally relaxed once we got an epidural and some Pitocin, um, And then it was about 20 to 25 minutes of pushing. And then he was born at seven pounds, 15 ounces. Mm -hmm. So So that that part wasn't. I'm going to kind of like rewind a little bit and just kind of like, because you said you were younger, like you had just gotten out of college Mm -hmm. Um, and you got pregnant. Did you, were you doing like art stuff then too? Like I didn't really know you then. No, I was um I was an interior designer at well now the business has been closed, but I was a kitchen designer for about three years. Okay, okay. And then so when you got pregnant, did you cause you were kind of like the first of most of your friends, weren't you? 
Yes, I was the first for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So did you do any like sort of like research, preparation, like birth? Um, I did Lamaze class and that was, that was it. But going in, I was very scared. So I remember like I had like a full-blown panic attack in the elevator, like on the way to give birth to him. Yeah. (laughs) it's happening right now (laughs) so (laughs) no but it was yeah it was just a a scary time so yeah yeah if you want to like kind of I was just reading through your um questionnaire a little bit if you wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of um touch a little bit on that that would be great like your anxiety a little bit sure Um, right now (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. okay. Um, so, like I said before, we got pregnant early. So, it wasn't necessarily planned, but I, you know, we were rolling with it. And, um, but with that comes, you know, a lot of unknown. So, I wasn't, you know, prepared to have a baby and didn't have like that mental readiness. So, mm-hmm. it was a lot of kind of just like learning as you go. And, also, that's how it is when you just have your first baby because you, you don't know what yeah. it's like and you can yeah. read everything and still not know what it's like because your baby could be a totally, you know, different set of things that you need to tend to yeah. than, you know, what is in a book. So, yeah. And did you um, do any... Oh, keep going, keep going. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say like, like kind of like, learning as you go did you do any like breastfeeding uh education or I mean I'm just trying to like dig into your mindset because I feel like as like a younger mom it's so Uh scary when you don't like other people to ask these questions to Uh uh-huh no no I didn't I didn't I think I did like an online course um but no breastfeeding was a challenge with Henry um Mm -hmm. it just the latch and he was so sleepy and mm-hmm. he just kept losing weight where ultimately we did have to supplement with formula and I was done breastfeeding by six months old with him so mm-hmm. yeah and you did it for a long time with the other ones but we'll get into that yep. yeah <laughs> we'll get into that um so I mean reflecting back on your first birth was there anything kind of um that stood out to you that you wanted to mention or would you want to just like jump into your other ones it was just it was a you know it just happened so quickly and I was so exhausted Mm -hmm. and it was kind of it was kind of a blur honestly you know obviously I remember meeting him and he was just like the cutest little baby and Mm -hmm. all that stuff that comes with it but no other than that it was it was pretty uneventful in terms of like my my birthing experience so Mm -hmm. yeah so when you decided to have your second did you decide like you were going to do anything different with this one preparation pregnancy whatever wise since I had such trouble um, breastfeeding with Henry I just like manifested that Charlie was going to be the chubbiest the best nurser and just like the cuddliest little baby. And he was, <laughs> um, he was born at like nine and a half pounds. And 
the difference between the two, like just nursing right off the bat is like, I struggled so much with Henry, even like the latch. Mm -hmm. And then when Charlie was born, I remember I had the lactation consultant pop in and she was checking on us and Charlie was just like gulping. You could hear him like (laughs) moaning from like the beginning. (laughs) And it was so like, it was such a relief, but also like just funny, like just to see the difference between the two just right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Let's uh, rewind a little bit and just kind of go through your pregnancy with Charlie and then we'll start at um, the beginning of your labor with him, too. So just kind of give us like a brief, I guess. I mean, we got three of them to go through. So I know. I know. you can go as in-depth as you want to. So, yeah. And if you want okay. to like compare the two, that'd be great, too. Sure. Um, so I got pregnant with Charlie when Henry was about a year old. Um, and that was a pretty easy pregnancy. I just remember being you know, really tired. And I always had food aversions, but never like morning sickness where I was actually ill. So that was, I was thankful for that. Um, And I always go a little bit over with my babies. So like Mm -hmm. 41 plus weeks. So they like to cook a little bit, Mm -hmm. Um, but started labor at midnight with him, of course. (laughs) And I just, I was more relaxed second time around because you kind of know, and we were living in Wapaton at the time and we were having him in Fargo. So labor started at midnight and I just labored at home until about four, which I realized is cutting it a little bit close. And then we drove up to, well, actually labored at home until 5 a.m. And then we drove up to Fargo. So we got in at six. Was this and, when his birthday? What time of year is it? Um, March 4th. Okay, so was it like stormy at all or is it pretty nice out this? I'm like thinking it wasn't bad. Like we are in March right now and I'm like, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thankful for that. Um so laboring in the car for an hour when you're like at a dilated at a seven, I do not recommend. Um <laughs> it sucks. So we got in and um, it was dilated to a seven and I said, well, I want an epidural. Um, And at that point, everyone was kind of rushing to get me set up before it was too late, I guess. Um, And then it kicked in and he was born shortly after at about 10 o'clock. So Mm -hmm. that was a... Did your waters ever break or did they have to do that? No, they never have. So they've always been broken by the midway. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was my next question was, and I mean, I don't know if you've changed care with all of your pregnancies, but how did you decide um, what kind of like care model to go with? I just went with the midwives right away and I just had such a good experience. I just stuck with them. Yeah. And is that Mm -hmm. at Essentia? Essentia, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. That was my question. Um, I have a friend, I was reading your last one and you said you did an ECV and she was wondering yes. because she was, yep, essential. um, uh-huh. so after you had, uh, Charlie, how was your postpartum experience with him compared to Henry? Oh, well with Henry, I think just the new mom, the, the unplannedness of it all, that was my most anxiety time was Mm -hmm. the first with the first one so Mm -hmm. with the second one um 
I kind of learned like what triggered me and kind of how to cope before it got to like a point where I was just like totally needing help from somebody. Um, So, and I think it helped also that he was adequately nursing and he was gaining weight, you know, just becoming like a big healthy baby. So that was a big weight off my mind for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, it was a lot better the second time. So. Yeah. I'm just reading this. Yeah. Can can you tell us a little bit about um, your nursing journey with Charlie as far as like kind of how extended nursing went for you? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> Char- well, when Charlie, when Henry turned about a year old, I started staying home. So I had Charlie at that point when I was a stay at home mom. So he had full access to my boobs whenever he wanted. So um, that was a big part of it that I didn't have to pump or anything. So ultimately I nursed him until I got pregnant with Nora. So he was about two and a half years old when I was done with him. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was a tough transition for him because uh, his favorite thing was to watch TV and have booby on. So (laughs) I had to tell him like, no, this is, it can't happen anymore, buddy. So, yeah, but it was great to go, you know, it was kind of like a redo of like the past experience that I didn't get to have with Henry. So I kind of like wanted to just go for it. When you said that you, you quit at like six months with Henry, Mm -hmm. did you ever contemplate like just pumping? Yes, but I was, um, it was hard at work. Yes. Sometimes I was the only one in the building, so Mm -hmm. I couldn't like leave and go and pump because if someone came in, they needed help or, Mm -hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. And it just, it was, it was too hard. And I found that like my body didn't really respond well to the pump or maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't have like the right flange or it Mm -hmm. was just a combination of everything where my milk just dried up pretty quickly. Yeah. And isn't that so frustrating? Like as a working woman in the like Mm -hmm. working field that that's what it comes down to. Yep. But you got your redemption with Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So when you started weaning him, um, I'm just interested to know how that goes Mm -hmm. with an older child because Soren was about a year when I weaned Mm -hmm. him. I feel like it we did it was a pretty good transition because he was still you know mo- mostly a baby didn't uh-huh. have say in anything yep <laughs> and I was like having having conversations with him like he yeah. his thing he would say is booby on I'm like well no you can't like this is for the new baby now um, yeah and that clicked with him because you know he'd see like me growing bigger from the pregnancy and like oh, there's a baby in there that will want these and I'm too big now so Mm -hmm. that's that kind of helped but I don't suggest getting pregnant with a third if you want to lean your (laughs) middle ones (laughs) there's probably other ways but I have not figured it out (laughs) it's just I picture Charlie so I'm just laughing as I'm picturing it because it's just big cheesy cheap smile Uh like When you say he's wild, he's freaking wild. <laughs> he is wild. He's just like the stereotypical, like spicy middle one. So yeah, <laughs> and then Henry, like they don't even look alike. Like Henry, no, looks, like he looks sweet and gentle, and Charlie just uh-huh. looks like 
and wild. <laughs> <laughs> he looked even more wild when he had his long hair, which I loved. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's kind of, we'll transition into Nora's. And I kind of want to go a little bit more in depth with her if you can, just because it's like mm-hmm. the most recent one and probably the easiest to remember. And yes, yeah. to talk about it with her uh-huh. a little so if you want to just kind of start from the beginning of like trying or not trying <laughs> for okay. this pregnancy and mm-hmm. kind of like a play-by-play of how it went throughout the months and then we can jump into how okay. it started at the end of that. So Sure. Feel free to interrupt me and ask questions because I kind of like tend to give like a summary version, which yeah. is just my nature. So like if you want the details, just ask for them. Yeah, well, just you can go more in depth with her, so you can kind of just okay. start from the beginning, and we'll go to the end. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, with Nora, we uh, luckily conceived on the first try. I don't know if you want all those details, but we want them all. We want everything. <laughs> okay. okay. Tell us the time of day if you want. <laughs> I remember the exact day. <laughs> I do too, girl. I do too. Oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> Yeah. So I remember taking a test like before my even my missed period and there's like the faintest line and I'm like, I think I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> and I was so and I remember telling my family like on Charlie's second birthday that we were pregnant with our third. And my sister Leah goes, Laura, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 that was funny there. Um, but almost immediately when you know, I realized I was pregnant. I was just sick. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't eat anything, which just is so unfair. Cause like you're growing a human, like you need to be yeah. able to eat. Yeah. Um, I was sick right from the beginning. I remember like trying to eat half an orange and then just like, Oh, just having like a morning sickness session just from yeah. the orange. Um, yeah. but that luckily that was contained to like the first trimester. Once the second trimester hit, I was like, energy like eating everything you know just like mm-hmm. amazing you feel like so amazing mm-hmm. um third trimester same thing only you're you know you're bigger so you're slower and you know <laughs> a little bit <laughs> just things that come along with like having a bigger baby and um, at so, this point were you kind of starting your business I feel like Yes, I was. So I remember meeting with my studio mate, Kate, um, February that year. So like Mm -hmm. the month that I got pregnant with her, we Mm -hmm. were planning to open a studio and all that stuff. So it was fun to, you know, have her along, Nora along with me and do that. So yeah. Wait, so did you... When you were pregnant, you were talking about this or when you had her? I can't remember. What did you just say? <laughs> it all started when I was like first pregnant. So like we were looking okay. for spaces okay. and all that stuff. So at, at that time we were in our condo and I was just like working out of our living room at night. Um, <laughs> but luckily we found a space before. Well, we weren't, we weren't able to move in until August of that year. So it was kind of like a long point. But. Yeah. It was yeah. great to have something planned. So yeah, kind of yeah. got pregnant, started a business all at the same time. So <laughs> and had two other kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just it's a wild life for you. <laughs> yep, it is wild. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what was I going to ask you again? Oh yeah, you didn't know that she was a girl, correct? 
or did I you know? actually got one of those like super early testing things. Yeah. Um, where you like prick your, like you do an at-home blood test and then you send it in. Um, uh-huh. And I was going to use it, but then I came out of my room and then the boys had touched the whole thing, which it says oh. on the box, like no male DNA can touch it because then it's, you know, invalid and doesn't work. So yeah. I ended up not doing it um, and just finding out at 20 weeks that she was a girl. So. Oh yeah. I feel like I remember talking to you. Maybe it was when you were early and you were saying you were so sick and I was like, well, maybe you're having a girl then because you weren't mm-hmm. with the other two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the amount oh, of it came out with. <laughs> oh my God. I know. <laughs> I have kind of a later. funny thing to add about Charlie's pregnancy that I'm just remembering now. Cause it is a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. When I got pregnant with Charlie, I was like, oh man, I think I'm pregnant because I had, I had had one period from, you know, just after Henry to the pregnancy with Charlie. So I didn't have like regular periods that like I could track like, oh, I'm missing my period. I think I might be pregnant. Um, and I just said to my sister, like, I think I might be pregnant with Charlie, not Charlie. Cause we didn't have his name, but with another baby. Mm-hmm. And I go to the doctor and they do an ultrasound just to like see how far along you are. I'm thinking like under 10 weeks, whatever. And we, <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I was 16 weeks along and we saw like a little penis on the ultrasound right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know. That's so, so funny. And like you didn't get any bigger or anything? Well, I made the appointment you know, earlier where I'm like, I think, I think I'm pregnant. They're like, well, let's wait until you think you're 12 weeks. But I was probably like 11 weeks at that time or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it was like for way in the future. And they're like, oh, you're like 16 weeks pregnant. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of nice to get almost half of it over with right away. I know. (laughs) I know. It was nice. So that was kind of a, yeah, funny little thing best way well I mean unless you're like a heavy drinker or alcoholic or something it's not the best right. way but no like I was still like you know I still felt freshly postpartum at like a year you know you kind of do like you don't feel like yourself yet so yeah I would you know I'm not a big drinker to begin with and then but yeah it was funny it was it worked out nicely though yeah because I think <laughs> I, I found out with Soren when I was like literally barely four weeks like Oh, I probably, wow. I probably peed on the stick like <clears throat> that it could actually show up. Uh-huh. And I think it was such a long time to like 12 weeks <laughs> from that. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. You know, and you feel like you can't tell anybody, but like before no. that, but it just felt like time dragged on forever. And I'm like, I wish I would have just found uh-huh. out in like 12 weeks. Right. <laughs> right. You don't want to carry like this big secret. Like, I just, I have to like tell people right away. Yeah. I'm like, if I ever have another kid, I am not going to wait. Like, that was way too long. I know. I know. <laughs> I agree. But um, anyway, we'll go back to Nora. Yes, so, back to Nora. Um, you were very sick. And then you were kind of coming into your final trimester. Um, mm-hmm. You want to kind of touch on, well, I guess... We can kind of talk a little bit about, did you still have like your same midwives throughout the whole, like all of your pregnancies or did any of that switch? Um, I had, a, well, a man delivered 
Henry and Charlie. Um, mm -hmm. And then he retired before I had Nora. So I had someone new and I loved her so much. She was just like super calm, really worked great. So at this point I had a woman um, and then we found out that Nora was breech at about 36, no, 34 weeks, I think I said. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So we had to either, sorry, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, did you do any of like the um, spinning babies, like the at-home stuff you mm -hmm. could do before yep. kind of like resorting to going in, if you want to touch on that? Yeah, I tried it all. Um, spinning babies are like the weird moves where you're like hanging off the couch, kind of. Um, I went to a physical therapist, like in hopes that like, I don't know, she could do something, um, mm -hmm. but nothing worked. She was just too big and too comfortable but it was her head was like up by my ribs and it was mm -hmm. it was not comfortable at all like yeah. babies are not supposed to be in that position do they know what kind of breach it was if you know off the top of your head because there's like I don't three. remember um what are the what are the types uh, there's, well there's like when they're um both legs are up and then, like, one leg's up and one leg's down. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like, then there's one where they're, they're like, still breech, like, head up, but their legs are down, if that makes sense. I think that it was, like, she was, like, standing. So, they're my, down. yeah. Complete breech. Uh-huh. That's what it's called. I'm just looking it up right now because I should know sure. these things. Well, I don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, yeah, so you did all the things and it didn't work. So what didn't did you work. do next? So I met with a doctor and he's like, we can either schedule a C-section or we can do a version. And he's like, I can't promise that the version will work. Um, but you know, you can go ahead and try it if you'd like. I think he told me the success rate was like maybe 50% or something. Um, so I wasn't too hopeful, but I had not had a C-section yet. And I just didn't want to add that layer of, you know, healing to like something that I've never done before. Um, and having two so toddlers I, take care of two. Yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and scheduled the version. Um, and we did it first thing in the morning. I don't think you could eat before and then they it's I didn't know it was so serious like I feel like they didn't really fully prepare um prepare me for what it was so you go into basically like the labor and delivery ward just in case you have the baby from like the the trauma of turning the baby um so I arrived like first thing in the morning, they inject you with like a muscle relaxant to like relax your uterus because it's such a strong muscle. Um, mm -hmm. And then that made, makes you super shaky, which was just a terrible feeling. Mm -hmm. um, so that kicks in after about half an hour and, um, you know, you're laying in there like in your gown and stuff like that. And two doctors stand on either side of you and it's like super quick but it was the most painful thing I have ever experienced in my life so they didn't like give you any sort of um, Nothing. Like pain medication no really no 
and nothing after like not even like an ibuprofen or you know something that is okay to take with the baby um I had bruises on my stomach like it hurt for almost like the remainder of the pregnancy no way yeah so I mean so it's two it was like a man and a woman and they have to like basically like grab the baby inside of you and flip it well, you just have to like lay there and try to relax as someone's like mm-hmm. just cranking on your stomach. So that I tell people is more traumatic than any of my deliveries, but I'm glad that it worked because I just didn't want to do the the alternative. So so my friend had an attempted ECV with her first, but they gave her an epidural for it. So she didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I cannot believe that you had no nothing like I'm no nothing like I don't know I don't know which one is normal I don't know if it's normal to have an epidural or to not have an epidural now I am torn and I have to look this up I don't know I don't I guess oh I mean it was really painful like oh my gosh how long did it last it was less than 30 seconds like it was really quick but it felt like when you're in it it felt like they were just spending hours doing that. Oh my goodness gracious. That is, yeah, that is absolutely traumatizing. So <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was. And then I just remember like, it was, you know, kind of like on the tail end of COVID and I, they wanted me to wear a mask and I'm just like, I can't even breathe. Like right. I couldn't breathe normally if you were doing this. It's just like, and luckily, like, the doctors were, they were very, like, compassionate. Like, they obviously didn't enjoy doing it. And they're like, you can take it off. Like, it's okay. Like, just take some deep breaths. Like, we'll be done soon. And then, like, everyone was so happy when it worked. Um, yeah. And I just remember laying on the bed crying. Um, but, yeah. That oh was, <laughs> that, that was wild, <laughs> for sure. Well, um, if you ever have to do that again, maybe ask for something. <laughs> I yeah, they you know they didn't even say that that might have been an option. Um, yeah, that's so, wild. I'm blown yeah, away. Interesting. I'm yeah. not saying that's why. Anyway, um, okay, so that was around like 34 ish weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, around there. Um. So after that happened, you kind of said that you were like pretty sore for the remainder of your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. How did kind of the rest of it go as you were, uh, you know, working through that? Um, it was honestly a relief to have her like in the correct position because it was, I didn't realize how much pressure was on my rib cage. So that part of it was nice. And like the soreness was irritating, but it wasn't, you know, like debilitating or anything. So from after that point on, it was pretty smooth sailing, um, not really any issues. And then again, I went into labor at midnight because my babies don't want me to sleep. And <laughs> <laughs> so labored for that one went actually really quick. Like I remember waking up and I was in labor mm-hmm. and I feel like it took about half an hour for them to be like. Three minutes apart, and, and you, I'm were, like, okay. you were in hard <laughs> time, right? Yeah, we were at our yeah, we were at our house. Um, That's nice. And so, yeah, we didn't have to drive a crazy amount. So, 
we got in at about, I would say, 3 a.m. Um, and she was born. Let me look here. That one was a lot quicker. I, um, sorry, I'm just trying to look here. I, I got in and I was dilated to about, I want to say like an eight mm. and I should have just not gotten an epidural because it didn't even like, it didn't even kick in until I was like, yeah. she was, <laughs> I was in like active labor. So it's, what was the point? Yeah. That, that's kind of what happened to my friend Allie, or Allie Hout. Maybe you know her from Breck. Oh, by, sure. the time, by the time she got her epidural, like, and it kicked in, like, she had already had her baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just happened so quickly. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. So, I should have just waited, but she was born at about, I don't want to say, like, two the next day. So, um, that was pretty quick for my standards um wait and yeah then, so you went into labor at like midnight and you had her at like 2 a.m or 2 no 2 p.m not oh that God. quick Dang, girl, that's real fast. <laughs> no that'd be uh that'd be a little wild <laughs> ah, no kidding okay that makes more sense <laughs> mm-hmm. um when you like you said in your questionnaire that she had like the cord wrapped around her Mm -hmm. so when she came out what did they have to do for that I suppose that's probably because of the breach thing yeah that's kind of what I attribute it to just like the turning and I don't know but it was her cord when I was like one push away from her being delivered she was just absolutely stuck which was terrifying um the midwives, like, well, it was one midwife at this point. Um, she called, like, a over the intercom, like, a code something. I don't remember. But people were rushing in. And, like, at that point, like, there's no regard for the mother because they're just trying to get the baby out, which is, you know, what I want to. Um, but it's a scary thing to, like, not really have people tell you what's going on and just kind of, like, throw you around and push on your stomach really hard mm-hmm. and like lift your legs up in all these crazy positions um but after that happened then she was born shortly after so and what did you call that the roberts maneuver is it like the mick roberts mick i Robert. think i said um mick roberts maneuver yeah i had to look up my my notes um but it's basically where they lift your legs up in a different, like a little bit higher or something. And then someone was basically like laying on top of me, elbowing my stomach with each contraction, like just oh pushing gosh. her out. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that was painful also. So I love how you're just so calmly talking about all these things. And I'm like, uh. if- me talking about my birth I would be just hyping up how traumatic it was (laughs) and you're just like I guess it was painful I'm like let's let's hear the juice how traumatic was this for you (laughs) I mean even compared to I would say the version was still more traumatic than that event for some reason it was just I think it was so unnatural that oh I mean it was just People are kind of in shock when you see like a newborn baby with just full black hair. So, oh, that was funny. But yeah, yeah. Was, I love, you know, seeing people's reactions. Even like 
just walking on the street, people are like, oh my God, look at that baby. <laughs> I know. Like the hair is really the best. Like all of your kids look so different. None of them look the same. No, like, they, they don't. They all look so different. They look like they're all from different parents. I know. Isn't that funny? <sighs> um. So I kind of wanted to ask you if I've forgotten the other ones if you like tore or how your postpartum recovery was between each pregnancy. Sure. Like as um, I think with each one I, I tore like where you just need like two stitches or so. Um, I don't know what level that would be your grade. Um, but postpartum recovery was um, pretty easy. Was, mm-hmm. With Henry, it was the easiest. And I found that with Nora, it was maybe the hardest just because of all the, the trauma that, yeah. I had previously and then um but no, they weren't they weren't too bad. I had some like I had to go to uh pelvic floor therapy just for some tightness that like started at my ankles and just radiated through like my pelvic floor which just kind of like affects everything. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. But sure. once that's kind of resolved, you know, it it did it did help, so which uh, pelvic floor therapist did you go to? I went to Body Works in Fargo. Okay. I just am trying to kind of like mentally have, you know, some resources for people around the area. Because yeah. my therapist isn't here anymore. Oh, shoot. I miss her um, so much. Yeah, her <laughs> name was Sarah Sarah Jensen, I believe. And she was, she was great. Yeah. So how uh, is your postpartum breastfeeding journey going with Noor right now? I am still breastfeeding right now, although I think I would like to be done soon just because she's going through some developmental phase where she just wants to, like, be latched on me all night. Mm. And, like, <laughs> screams in my ear when I don't let her nurse, Mama! Oh, that big so, yes so it's um it's great though she's she has been an easy breastfeeder um once it was established but for some reason with her my milk didn't come in until like I don't know day three or four so she was like super crabby before and I'm just like I was kind of worried that I'm like why isn't it coming in like she's nursing all the time and it was just kind of like a prolonged um long time till it was fully in so yeah and that could I mean it could be because of your birth was a little bit uh traumatic (laughs) right sometimes I feel like well and you want to you in your notes you had touched on how your blood pressure you had some issues with that too right after oh yes yeah um so I don't know if it was because the epidural was like late and then I don't know. It was like the perfect storm of events where I I just fully passed out mm. after having her, which was scary. Um, and it took me a while to come to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I the nurses left me alone on the toilet and I passed out on the toilet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> which is not... But I remember the feeling. I just took a shower and I sat down and I was like, I'm going to pass out. 
And I was just like fully okay with it and just like accepted it. And then just a wall of black. Were you sitting at least? Yes, I was sitting, thankfully. There you go. Just fall asleep right there. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, all of those things could have kind of attributed to your milk coming in a little bit later. For just sure. Having, um, like a faster delivery, an epidural, blood pressure mm-hmm. issue, trauma, lots of things all go into that, which is just so frustrating <laughs> in itself. And- but. Um, with Nora, I don't remember the exact like technical term, but she had a different um, blood type than I did. Oh, yep. The RH factor. Yes. So there was like an added layer of testing that they had to do with that. Like the nurses were like, just ring the bell before you nurse her every time and we'll prick her heel and test her blood. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that, you know? So are you a negative blood type? I don't remember. I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> I only know this because I am a negative blood type. So I have to do like the Rogam shots for all my pregnancies. Okay. Because, um, like if essentially it's like if mom is a negative blood type, and I'm saying this in very, very dumbed down terms, and mm-hmm. everybody's not completely right. Um <laughs> And yeah, and like baby isn't like uh-huh. so if you're negative and baby is positive, and this only is if mom is negative. If mom's okay. positive, it doesn't really count. But if you're negative and baby's positive, your body essentially um like treats it as a foreign object. Yeah, that's what I remember the pediatrician telling me. And I just I didn't have any um like notion or idea that I had that before so like it was yeah. never talked about until That's really she was weird. born because usually you have to they know that with like your all of your pregnancies yeah no I didn't didn't have any of that so yeah that could be a factor as well <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure so did you do I forgot to ask you this long long time ago but when you got pregnant with Nora, did you decide to do anything different for her birth or like any different sort of like preparation or education before having her? No, not really. I think just from my personal experience, I was much more relaxed going in because I knew what to expect. I'm like, I knew my midwives and yeah, it was just more uh, a peaceful event. Well, kind of aside from <laughs> all the interventions, but you know, it was a little bit easier and I kind of did like a little refresher, just, you know, you see lots of information on Instagram of like, maybe try this position and, you know, drink this tea and all that stuff. So just little minor things like that. Yeah. So are you guys done with kids or do you still feel like you're not done? I don't know the answer to that yet. I can't <laughs> say, I can't say no and I can't say yes. So right. I was just going to say <laughs> Theoretically, if you did, would you change anything different for your next one? If you did, or even if you didn't, but you were just imagining it. I think since I got so close to having like a nearly unmedicated birth with Nora and then just like the issues that came up after, I think I might try or at least 
get an ep- I would either try to do a unmedicated or I'll get an epidural way sooner. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> depending on on how I'm feeling, but yeah. I love just like theoretical um type of questions. See what people bring up and see what they anyway, whatever. Yes. Is yes, there any is there any um like resources or anything else you would like to note about your postpartums with any of them? Anything like that you would like to share before we wrap it up? I can't really think of anything aside from just the fact that like with each baby, it just got easier for some reason. I think it's just from experience. So like being a mom of three and having three babies, like the third pregnancy and um, all of like the postpartum stuff, like it was basically non-existent like I didn't have postpartum anxiety or like any type of baby blues or Mm -hmm. any of that and I think that just comes with like my experience so I was thankful for that yeah you could just uh I thought you're gonna be like well you could go to (laughs) (laughs) www.laurareddigart.com buy some art for your kids nursery (laughs) yes for sure that'll help all right. Well, thank you for joining on today. Um, I to talk to you about yeah. your three wild children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you later. Hey, it was fun. See ya.